the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Rescuers, the show about people who change and save lives. Now, here's your host, Art Brooks. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Rescuers radio show at Faith Talk 1360 and faithtalk1360.com. And uh, great to see our worldwide audience with us today. And I have a very special guest. Um, I'm, I'm very proud to have on the show today... Marianne uh, Govia, did I pronounce that correctly? Very close. It's Govea. Govea. Okay, sorry about that. That's okay. And uh, Marianne is the uh, executive director of Eric's House, and we're going to be talking all about what that is, uh, how it got to be. But Marianne, I always like to start off my rescuer shows with my guest, starting off by uh, telling telling us how, how you got here. Uh, what's your what's your backstory? Well, um, you know, let me start by explaining Eric's House. Yes. Eric's House is a nonprofit organization in Phoenix, Arizona, and we help people who are living in the aftermath of uh, trauma losses, like suicide and substance-related losses, and those losses are very complicated. And how we got here was uh, through my own experience. I uh, have three children. Uh, My youngest son is kind of a classic case. He had an injury in high school. He had seven surgeries. He became addicted to OxyContin. And you know, Mm. we hear a lot about that these days. And uh, after OxyContin, he transitioned to heroin. And uh, for a long time, uh, about three years, he was a heroin user and he struggled with sobriety uh, in and out of rehabs. And uh, one day he just gave up and decided to leave. And so he died by suicide about four years ago. Hmm. Prior to that, I uh, had a very successful career in the aerospace industry, but uh, after losing Eric, of course, uh, my life was shattered into millions of pieces of, of glass and I had to rebuild. And it's very, very difficult. In our case, we had uh, both uh, the stigma related to uh, heroin and addiction along with the stigma of suicide. And there really were not a lot of resources out there uh, for people in my situation I was fortunate enough to have a counselor that was very helpful for me. 
uh, and she specialized in suicide. But beyond that, there was uh, there was really no help. And so uh, I went through a very difficult journey and I learned that uh, these kinds of losses affect you emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Yes. And so my, uh, my husband and I formed Eric's House really to help people heal in all three of those dimensions. And that brought us to where we are today. My goodness. Uh, you know, the, sometimes, sometimes it takes uh, something to turn us around and, 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 uh, and God's help, you know, you, you, you find a way to, uh, to uh, make that public and make that uh, as a, as a, uh, a powerful nonprofit by the way, Eric's house is, and, uh, you've been, the Eric's house has been around how long? Well, we've been around four years. We were, we, we, uh, started up just after Eric died. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I don't know if you're familiar with another nonprofit by the name of Powell. I am. Uh, my, my wife is the, uh, my wife is the communications director for Powell, parents of addicted loved ones for those that may not know. And um, and they, you know, there are nonprofits doing amazing work in these fields uh, of addiction. And and unfortunately, suicide happens way too frequently. And especially mm-hmm. with covid, the spikes, right? The spikes have been Absolutely. addiction. And, and along with that is a suicide rate. Absolutely. We are seeing a couple things as a result of COVID. We're seeing uh, just a slight increase in suicide, which is kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing a huge increase in uh, alcohol poisoning and uh, other types of overdose situations. And in fact, uh, this month I learned that uh, sales of alcohol have increased by 343%. But, you know, um, the the populations of people that are mostly affected, mm-hmm. believe it or not, are middle-aged men. We're seeing an increase in suicide in that population. Wow. And then, of course, we hear on the news all the time about our teens. In fact, uh, a story recently made national news about a young boy, uh, a football player, and he he just took his life. And so we're seeing things like that, especially in our teens, bulimia, anorexia, cutting, all kinds of situations that are popping up for our youth as a result of COVID. And these types of losses, they, um, they're traumatic in the sense that they're unexpected. Nobody could predict them. Uh, they usually involve significant harm to the body. And they usually come with uh, a, an array of very, very complex emotions. And that's why we like to say, you know, this, this does impact your whole being. And um, we have a tendency to feel like, well, it's our heart that's broken, but mm-hmm. really our souls are also broken. Yes. And one of the things that uh, we find with our Uh, populations of clients. We do one-on-one work with clients, both grief companioning and uh, counseling, Uh, but we also do a lot of group support. And we think that's really powerful because you're talking with peers, other people who are are also lost survivors. Mm -hmm. But 
one of the most important things we do inside Eric's house is provide spiritual support. Well, and cool. I'll talk a little bit about my own story. I was raised Catholic. Uh, my father was a deacon. Um, I went to church, but I was really not a woman of faith. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I have a special little place over on the West Coast that I like to go to pray. And one day I... I prayed and I really prayed this time for it was the first time I prayed in a long time and I um, prayed that God would help Eric through his addiction mm-hmm. and it was a really really long uh, period of time that I spent there on the beach and I had an encounter I had an encounter with God nice. and I, I found that um, well Eric's gonna be okay he really is going to be okay. And I came home to my family and I said, you know what? Eric's going to be just fine. I had this experience, this encounter with God, and I was so moved and so touched. And, um, you know, I told everybody he's going to find his way at the other end. He's going to come out okay. Mm. And it was six weeks later that, that Eric actually ended his life. And, um, you know, I feel very blessed and grateful that I had that encounter because it gave me strength to move forward. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And and deeply, deep, 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 deep in your soul. Um, Absolutely. And I see I see in your bio where you've had other struggles uh, as well with children, uh, Down syndrome and uh, yeah. and other things. Right. Yeah, I have. Um, when I was four years old, my uh, little sister was born. Her name was Anne Marie, and she she was a huge gift to us. She was Down syndrome, mm, okay. and then uh, I also had a Down syndrome boy. His name is Joey, and both of those people were are gifts to me. Hmm. They are God's gift to me because I believe they're angels on this earth. <laughs> nice, and they have unconditional love. Yeah. They have unconditional love for everyone. Isn't that marvelous? It's it's amazing, <laughs> and um, I try to be more like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I, I want to go deeper into Eric's house, some of the services provided, and that kind of thing. But but right now, uh, having heard your your uh, experience with God, um, you may not have ever heard. The scripture this way. I don't know if you're familiar with Romans eight twenty eight. Everything will turn out to his good for those who love him. Yeah. And that's always misquoted a lot by people. They say, oh, God, everything's just going to be fine. Well, that's not what the scripture says. And right. and uh, one of my guests this summer uh, is was Johnny Erickson Tata. And I don't know if you know of her or her story, but she has she has a saying, a life saying that came out of that scripture for her. And she's a quadriplegic due to a, a, a water accident when she was 17. So her, her, her phrasing of that scripture is God will allow something he hates to get something that he loves. And that's a real difficult scripture to understand until you unwind it. And, uh, suicide is something that's not good, right? right. 
and God in God's light, it's not good. But out of that came Eric's house. Exactly. And that's the that's what he hates. But he what he what he used that through you is good. Absolutely. And uh, that I, that saying will just forever be in my mind because of her and her and and now with you. But um, let's let's go a little deeper into Eric's house. Um, okay. uh, some of the services provided, and by the way, uh, the the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I think that's the number that you use, right? We do. Yeah, and yes. then uh, then there's the Teen Lifeline here in in the in Arizona, uh, yes. which has their own number. Uh, I have a friend um, the, 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 who's the CEO of the National Association of Broadcasters in D.C. Uh, he lost his son to um, heroin overdose and suicide. Oh. And, yeah. uh, and he is the one. He and his wife, he, he, he ran a bill through the Senate. He's a former U.S. senator from, from Oregon. And mm-hmm. while he was in office, he passed a, a piece of legislation uh, establishing the National Suicide Hotline. I don't know if you've heard that story before. Uh, but his name, uh, you know, he, he and his wife now have the foundation. It's called Garrett's uh, Mor- yeah. Memorial Fund. Yeah, I and, have heard of Garrett's. Okay, yes. well, and that's what funds that National uh, Suicide Hotline. Great, because uh, yeah. of their own their own experience, and they even wrote read, uh, wrote a book. There's a there's a little book about Garrett's uh, Garrett's experience oh, and their and yeah. their family. Good for them. Yeah, so they too had to be had to come up to, you know, the reality of this, and and but he was able to do something magnificent that uh, that today still yeah. today serves those that are in yeah. need. And who knows? Who yeah. knows if they are preventing? I, I'd like to think that that it's a prevention source, right? It definitely is. Yeah, we refer people to the hotline, uh, and we also do intervention inside of Eric's house as well. You know, it's a beautiful thing uh, because um, one of the things that we do inside of Eric's house is spiritual direction, because so many of our clients now are in this crisis of faith and want to know why did God let this happen, et cetera, Mm -hmm. and uh, what do they believe in? Their loved ones now in heaven. What is heaven like? What does it look like? Are they okay? Did they go to hell? But um, there's a a process of transformation, just like the friend that you're referring to regarding the hotline. There's a process of transformation that says, yes, I, I experienced this loss, and it's horrible, and I would never want anyone else to experience this loss. And it's a long recovery, but we can turn it into good. And we love that about our clients. We have so many uh, success stories now where uh, some of the people who are you know, two years, three years out are now saying, okay, I accept this happened. I'm integrating this horrible experience into my life. My loved one is in heaven, and here's how I'm going to help others. And what's really interesting, Art, we believe that everything that we need in Eric's house is given to us because we're doing the work we're supposed to be doing. And um, 
all kinds of amazing things happen where uh, somebody knows somebody who shows up at one of our clients and they get to talking and they also had a suicide loss and now uh, you know our clients are beginning to reach out to others and 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 help it's just really a beautiful thing absolutely and and to use that word beautiful in that situation isn't always met <laughs> with it's, with with joy right that's right so uh so you you uh, good for you i mean you, you've you've learned how to uh first of first of all internalize these kinds of situations and issues secondly to pour out your heart and and your own mind and soul uh into other people and 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 that's just amazing yeah. And you'll you'll probably never really know how many people you've positive have, have had a positive impact with, right? Yeah. Uh, well, that's true. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's so much stigma as I mentioned earlier. It took took me a while to build up the courage to talk about Eric because you know we all want to protect our loved one's legacy. Um. But as I started to look at the statistics of, of how many people are impacted by these losses, I just felt like, you know, I'm called to do this work. Yes. I come from a 30-year um, career in aerospace, and uh, I should have always been doing this work. Mm-hmm. And um, through the tragedy, you know, I am able to do what God has called me to do in the first place. Yeah. So I don't know what your detailed work was with aerospace. Was that here in Arizona, by the way? It was. Okay. Um, and you you must have been uh, uh, in an area where you had to deal with some tough decisions, right? Absolutely. Business-type decisions. And and you, you can't ignore the fact that that kind of equipped you. <laughs> For this, right? Oh, there, there's, there, there's an inner strength about you that has aided you and, and brought you to this point to be able to do this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, it's like I said, I, I uh, am very grateful to be able to do this work, mm. but I also have a very strong set of business skill, skills that we can bring to the table. Oh, so. absolutely. Yeah. And, and um, so I, I have a question about the memorial wall. What, describe that. Well, um, it's it's we we have a, a section on our website. It's actually not a wall yet. It's virtual. We're, we're okay. building a a tree of life, but a memorial wall is oftentimes referred to a place where people can go and uh, memorialize their loved one in pictures and words and poems and prayers. Mm. On our facility here in a beautiful Paradise Valley, we're on an acre. We have um, we have what we call room sponsors. So all of our rooms are uh, designed uh, to honor someone who has been lost. Oh. We have a labyrinth where we do walking prayer and walking meditation. We have trees um, that are uh, in memory of a child or a spouse and everybody has their own beautiful plaque and we have a merry grotto um, where people come uh, to pray and there's also memorial plaques there so 
it's a it's really a beautiful facility here in Phoenix. So we do a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one work, as I mentioned, but we also do virtual work. We're supporting people in about eight other states, nice. and um, we feel that that's a really important part of our growth because we're able to reach more people. Well, and that we, that by itself, people coming uh, to to you from other states. Uh, means that you you've done number one you've done a good job of 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 explaining what uh, what er Eric's house is and and what it's about uh, outside of Arizona and for them to come to you means that they they know they're coming to the right place absolutely yeah and so many of us are lost survivors right so our people can come and they can they're not judged and they can just say whatever they need to say, express whatever they're feeling, uh, express their sorrow, pain, their anger, their fear, and uh, people are just here to listen and support them. And it's really very powerful. So is there, are there other locations aside from Phoenix? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. We're looking at uh, Southern California, and we're looking at Midwest, where we have kind of a big demand for our services. We, uh, we look at markets that, um, I hate to call them markets because we really don't sell anything, mm -hmm. but we yeah. look at locations where there are you know, high, high numbers of suicide and overdose losses. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the things we do as well are, is workshops and retreats. We do spiritual workshops and retreats, uh, as well as healing workshops and retreats. And they, they accomplish different things. And uh, so in 2021, we'll be doing a few of those outside of the state of Arizona. I don't often share this, uh, especially in the, in my radio my radio show that I host. It, it's not appropriate, I don't think, all the time. But but in this case, I'm going to share something personally with you. Okay. Uh, I was raised in a family where my mom was addicted to prescription drugs her entire life, mm -hmm. and um, she died in 1997. And uh, I went back to a, a youth. Uh, pastor of a church that w I had been in and out of, and he, I, I give him credit for actually saving my life. I was, I was an angry teen, and I was on, on the edge of a, of a lot of bad things. So um, I called him, and his very first question for me, I found very, very odd. Uh, and I expected, okay, I'm glad to hear from you. I'm glad you're here in this point in your life's journey. But no, what he said to me was. I've always wanted to ask you how many suicide attempts you remember. Mm, yeah. And I thought, wow. that's a odd question for you to ask me. Yeah. But every yeah. time my mom would try that, she sent a notice to the pastor of that church. Okay. And so that's right. how he knew. And I said, wow. I said, yeah. I only remember one. And he said, that, that's, I don't want to get into that discussion, but there's, there were many, many more that you, don't, you aren't aware of. Wow. And so it can be around people and when they're not even, maybe they don't take it seriously. I, I hope that's not the case because this is a very serious topic and situation. And, um, and doggone it, the, the time runs so fast in a half-hour radio show. 
But um, yeah. I, I'd like to come by. I, I'd like to personally meet you, and I'd like to uh, see Eric's house. Wonderful. Yeah, I, I, I would like to do that. And before we leave the airwaves, I have two things. One, how, do, how can people get in touch with Eric's house? Well, um, they can visit our website at ericshouse.org, and there's a, a, an 855 number on there that they can call. Um, and so that's the best way. Okay. They can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter if they use those uh, social media platforms. And um, Patty, we have uh, we have emails. Patty or myself will share that with you, and uh, people can email us or, or okay. call us anytime. My other question for you before we leave the program is: uh, During this age of COVID, there, there's many stories being written. What do you think your story will be after COVID? Well, um, that's interesting because I spent 48 days in the hospital with my son uh, in COVID. So there's a different COVID oh story there. <laughs> but um, I think that we're going to uh, we're going to see some longevity to these the the challenges that we see today. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a host of mental health challenges that people live with already, and COVID exacerbates that. So I think we're going to be seeing this for a while. Marianne, thank you. This has been such a joy to have you on the uh, Rescuers radio show today. And and God bless you and all that you do with Eric's house. Oh, thank you. God bless you too, Art. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Rescuers radio show is on Faith Talk 1360 and 1360.com. You can listen to the podcast of our shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Instagram, Facebook page, And I hope you join uh, the Rescuers Radio Show family soon. Thank you. God bless. Rescuers, Thursdays at 5.30 Arizona time on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ AM.